0: Yep, we are back again with the current review. Uh the TT hookup. Uh this time around. Uh I'm alone. Uh, Debsa has had to leave us because um uh, yeah, we only scheduled him for, for the earlier sessions. And uh, I am being joined by the you know it it, it would have been nice, man, to to um let me let me go ahead but we are joined by the national bay you know uh she's uh she's causing a, a lot of uh havoc and interest on social media <laughs> uh, but with 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 a lot of positive work that she's doing a uh, very inspirational uh, human being uh, person uh, her name is uh uh she's joining us <laughs> On the current review, uh, we'll be engaging with her uh, around uh, the important program of Youth United. Hello, Sister Tanji. Hi,
1: Titi. How are you?
0: I'm hey, very well, man, and how have you been?
1: <laughs> trying to be above the waters. We're getting there.
0: Yeah, yeah, getting there. yeah. important, yeah. Um, Man, you are, you are you are an activist uh, all around, you know. Uh, but you you are most known for your activism in the ANC or in the in the structures of the mass democratic movement, the National Liberation Movement of the ANC. Uh, right. In the Young Communist League, I think you've been a, a leader in the in the district, the, the, the committee of the YCL. Um, I don't know how, 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 how far you went into the SACP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a leader of the ANC, uh, a leader of the ANC in uh, Twani, uh, council member of the 20, uh, the Twani Council, uh, and uh, a founder of uh, the One Million School Shoes campaign, uh, founder of Youth uh, Unite Foundation. Um, am I summarizing this correctly?
1: Yeah, you are. It's just that I think with the One Million Schools campaign, it's a, it's a group of of young people, other young uh, people like myself. We've been part of that uh, campaign since 2016. So we came together as a group of young people in different sectors. You know. Um, of, and professions
0: so yeah so it's not just me but it's a group of, of, of us yeah you know but, with, yeah. With my, my 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 own personal interaction with you like i think uh, goes up to about 2012 and this was in the anc youth league uh, how long have you been a member of the ANC youth league and when like how how, how young were you when you started uh, the politics in the ANC youth league
1: you I, I was quite young. I think um half of uh probably also my entire life. Uh, I started being active through the Young Communist League. You captured it very well. Uh, just when we had just re-established the YCF in two thousand and three. I was looked yes. into the into the ranks by my high school teacher who always found me to be uh, quite uh, interesting, I guess, because I was that kind of a a, a learner in high school. You know, um, I was in the SRC at the time we called it the LRC. Um, I was into debates. I was a sports uh, uh, fanatic. I was very much active. So I was that I was that kind of a of a of a learner in a young person. So. Uh, so this is like 20 years ago so yeah. i've been an activist for the national well for the mass democratic movement for the past 20 years so it started with the, the YCN, then mm. sasco usually uh, and anc in that order and of course the communist
0: party yeah and uh, as i mentioned you, you were you were in the district committee of the of the YCL, were you also in the youth league regional uh, uh, committees? regional the sub-,
1: the sub, I was a sub regional treasurer.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, and and your, you know, there is a running theme around the the your campaigns that you do, like they are all anchored by by love. You know, uh, uh, can you explain that that concept for me?
1: look for me i believe love it's the basis for any form of struggle for any it should be the driving force for any other you know secondary struggle because i think ultimately that's what you know should uh, make us as human beings you know it for me where there is love everything every other thing falls from it um but most importantly, I do this because all oh, I anchor my my campaigns and the work and my activism around the issues of life because of the two most important you know activists and, and struggle icons that I hold and have engraved in my heart, and that is Guevara and Mamu inimitable Mandela as you know, you know them and how close they were you know, to the people that they served so diligently. So for me, everything, you know, that's where it starts, you know. And one of Chair's favorite codes or popular codes uh, is that a true revolutionary is guided by a great feeling of love. It is impossible to imagine of any of a revolutionary who lacks such qualities. So which is true when you love something or when you love someone when you love people I think their struggles and their sufferings becomes a primary you know um thing to that you want to address you know you want to resolve people's problems because you love them you want to see them you know prosper you know? so I think for me it's, it's a it's just something that I can't really explain into detail, but it's something that's very close to to my heart. It just makes me feel like I am doing something, and I'm able to to sleep, you know, at night, knowing that I have shared, you know, feelings of love to people that actually need it the most. Because we existed in a very cruel um, society. It's, it's like we've just becoming. You know, less and less of a caring society. We're degenerating naturally. So, yeah, it, it doesn't really kill to share some bit of
0: love there and there. Do you think that if we were, or in fact, maybe this way, if if, if the, the a majority of our leaders were also inspired by love to actually serve the people, that there would be less of these problems that we are faced with a lot in the you know in, in our spaces and there would be more development and more services being given to our people
1: well, i think there has been an, an entrenched um sort of phenomenon of this there's there's an erosion let me put it like that of certain values that even yourself as an activist you got into is you know the 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 honor to serve, and you can't serve people that you don't love. Now, the 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 minute those values, you know, for instance, there's a very um, there's a very disturbing trend uh, of self interest within the political space that we exist in, and I think that has replaced the the actual you know uh, values of you know, love, selflessness—you know—that uh, should be at the at the that should be at the forefront. You know? So, it's impossible to be a leader and you lack those qualities of you know being selfless and 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 loving those that you're supposed to lead, because of course you're going to put your interests first. That is why, in terms of decision making, you are bound to make poor decisions because every decision that you make is based on your own interests, as opposed mm-hmm. to the interests of the majority of the people that you're supposed to serve. You know? So for me, Guevara uh, and the likes of Mamanguni, I say they are the ultimate epitome of selflessness because they literally just you know, mm-hmm. submitted themselves to their people and they served them until the last drop. You'd know about the Cuban Revolution and ultimately Che's death in Bolivia. You'd know of Mama Wu's struggles. You know when everyone else had been exiled, and it was a very difficult moment, especially in the 80s in this country. The lens that and, and that she went, you know, to to ensure that the struggle, you know, was kept alive and that the 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 fire was burning amongst black revolutionaries who felt that a system of oppression of oppression needed to be taken, you know, head on. So those are the driving forces for me. You need to, to, to love and, and appreciate that you are really just the person that is being used by God to empower and change the lives of people.
0: Yeah, and and this this part of our conversation can take very long and I understand that you have to uh, in a shorter space of time. So maybe yeah. another we can expand on 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 that discussion because I, I, I I love it, but um, tell me the the one million school school shoes campaign and the yeah. Youth United Nation, is the an an interlink an intersection between the two or is one merging into the other um, and uh, you know if if not you'll explain that. Um, And what is the you know the vision of the of the Youth Unite Foundation, the mission? So
1: the the one million school shoes was purely informed by the fact that um, you know we we realized that actually there's a growing trend of young learners who go to schools without proper uniforms, without school shoes, and of course also based on the fact that some of us you know are products of you know, poverty ourselves. So you know how it feels though no, to be to be to go to school without you know school shoes, but it does to your confidence. And you know, basically that's what I believe that poverty just drips us of our dignity. People just view you in different ways. Kids kind of bully you at school because you look different from them. So we took it upon ourselves to actually say guys, let's set up a target for ourselves. And we did that. We said we want to raise one million school shoes. And I can tell you now Titi from 2016, we've probably raised um, more than 100,000 uh, of school wow. shoes. Um, way, in fact, way, way more than uh, 100,000 of school shoes that we have taken. Most importantly, to quintal One schools, where we know that these are the schools that, you know, literally just house impoverished kids who need, you know, every little bit of, of help. So we focused on school learners. Youth Unite Foundation I've led the Include for the longest time and we've done so much work and it just never gets enough. In fact, the more work you do, the more you realize that there's just so much that needs to, that still needs to be done. And worse with the, the figures that you know are there for everyone to see, close to 11 million young people are unemployed in this country. And um, so Youth Unite is solely to just, it's a youth focused foundation. We said, look, where we can, because I I have been doing it through my own, you know, channels, um, where we would take young people to. I've never, said, I don't celebrate birthdays. Every birthday, if you track it back to 20, 2010 that I've celebrated, I've literally had to do something on my birthdays. So from twenty twenty, on my birthdays, besides the that, work that we do with different orphanages. Uh, that we've adopted, we then uh, started the process to fund young people. You know, take them to uh, pay their tuition fees. So, at the core of the Youth United Foundation's work, that is that's what we do. We've some of them have already graduated. Um, so, but we also go into this child-headed families in different communities. That's why you would see us in the different townships and rural areas in especially formal settlements we we'll try to just give a lend a hand you know to those child headed families you've got young girls that are expected to care for their young siblings you know disabled you know young people so basically we just want to go an extra mile and tap onto areas where probably our government is not been able to tap into but also we 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 want to be those, uh, I don't know what to call ourselves, because I know that the Eastlick does play that role, but you know we we become a catalyst for certain change in certain areas. For instance, we went to different households and we realized that there's a lot of work that needed to be done uh, by social development, we came in and we forced their hand to say, "But you can't. These are not um, a proper conducive environment for human beings to live in." And we forced their hand to come in and to actually help. So we also serve as those agents of change, you know. So we we look into different areas, but at the core, it's 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 a it's a youth focused um, foundation, and we. Just want to touch um, youth, uh, young lives, because a lot of young people really are at the uh, at the. We, we are the ones who actually bearing the brunt for the inequality that is in this country, uh, the poverty that is in this country. That is why you would have seen with the July unrest. You know, it it was young people that were at the forefront, getting into shops, stealing food, stealing furniture no sane person goes into a store to steal you know it's it's poverty it forces them to do these things so that's why we said we needed to do something about some of these um, um, injustices that you know young people are actually the ones that are are, 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 you know at the receiving end of so that's basically what what we do Uh, we've gotten we've lined up a few activities as well that Will be coming. Hopefully, we, we will talk about them as 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 we do other interviews because we do have a lot of interesting programs that we have.
0: So, so the Youth Unite has been in, ex- in existence since 2020. Uh in the organization in 2020.
1: So, we've, well, the, the Youth Unite, we officially launched it this year in June, but the work we have been doing it since 2009. There's what we call it the Walk for Change. If you can just Google it, you will see where myself and another gentleman. So we've not really had formalized the work that we do, but we were doing a lot of work. So we actually did a Walk for Change where we walked to, to Bay Bridge in Zimbabwe and raising money for orphanages. And we were able to raise some good money that we dispersed, dispersed into the different orphanages. Around so I'm saying the work, you know, dates back to 2009, and a lot of other work then would have continued. 2019 um, would have done some uh, work in Mozambique as well. If you would have seen that we literally took a 3,000 uh, kilometers drive to go and provide aiding at the at the. Um, what's this area where this it was uh, it was affected by the, the cyclone high die. so we went yes so so there's been a lot of work that we did um throughout the years but we just felt okay we, look we do a lot of work it, 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 there's a lot of beneficiaries different age types age groups but we just really want to do a, a much more focused uh, work this time around.
0: But yeah, your, they your, your background is quite busy. I don't know if this is a conference.
1: Yeah. Is it still there? Uh, much better. Your arm, let me speak and yeah.
0: talk. Sorry, but I
1: actually walk out kind of the meeting
0: so some of them are coming up so can you hear me okay yeah i can i can hear you so okay. um, maybe to conclude uh in, in this part and i definitely because i think we haven't spoken about a lot of things that we could talk about um, yeah but just just in conclusion around uh, you know what would you like to see um uh, like you know what is the ideal situation that uh, maybe in 10 years time that you would find the youth of this country you know in that youth united yes. country in a uh, shape you know
1: and
0: what would you like to see change that you as you have to uh that kind of country?
1: yeah there's quite a lot of things that we want to would wish to see happening in this country but i think um the one most critical thing in Titi, it's the we need to go back to basics there needs to be some sort of a moral regeneration movement of some sort and, I, and i'm hoping that as youth Unite we'll be able to serve service that you know aspect you know, in our society because i think as time evolves and as we evolve into different you know um time zones and we grow and uh, develop as as nations I think there's an imbalance that we've not really been focusing on. And I think, um, and that's why we anchor our work, you know, around the words of love. There's been a lot of um, a growing, you know, um, trends to, you know, of young people that are sort of oblivious to struggles of fellow, you know, young people. Um, there's a, a growing trend of selfishness um or maybe self-centeredness let me put it that way where people only worry about their own struggles and i think with that with the the um the growing trends of social media uh, there's a growing attitudes you know you see it you know around the twitter spaces the facebook spaces where People generally don't care about, you know, um, how they make other people feel. I feel like there's just a very dangerous phenomenon of, you know, um, not caring about, you know, that Ubuntu principle that used to be a driving force and a defining, you know, um, uh, sort of, you know, belief in our country. It's it's no longer there, you know. And and I think as leaders, perhaps there's that gap that we've created because it should start with us. You know, we, we must be able to to unite and 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 build on the cohesion that we've always been talking about. You know, the social cohesion that we've been talking about. So I think what we'd love to see in the next ten years, it's what uh, one spiritual leader once spoke about that we need to embark on a new revolution. Not a revolution of guns, fighting black and white, but you know, a new revolution of compassion. You know, a, a new revolution of 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 sympathy and empathy. You know, uh, of love. You know, it's it's a revolution that you know sort of combines all these other revolutions. And for me, it it falls down to to that which is love because, already we we have lost that ubuntu uh, spirit amongst ourselves. You know, you see the hate speech that goes in, you know, on this Twitter spaces, you know, so something it's 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 disturbingly wrong. And I think as we go into these communities, because of course we aim to have different ambassadors, we're already building that database, we've got different ambassadors of the Youth Unite Foundation in the different communities where where you see an injustice, where you see that there's a house that is burnt down. Were able to say, guys, there's this area in Fesilidabi, uh, there's a household that needs help. Then you bring the issue to the Youth Unite and you quickly, you know, we're saying what Gift of the Givers has been doing and at the scale at which they were doing, we can do it as young black people. You know, uh, we can get into those communities, do, you know, 10 times more work than the Gift of the Givers is doing. But at the same time, Reminding our own people that, you know, um, we 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 do not have to, you know, hate each other the way we do uh, to prove, you know, certain narratives or points. And for me, that I think that that's what matters. I think we had focused too much into the final politics, you know, uh, and, and we forget that really we are just human beings that are supposed to be utilized as vessels. You know, to do some of the Lord's work. You know, I'm not trying to preach, but I'm I'm, I'm saying you can't divorce the two. You know, you you can't divorce a purposeful you know life um, uh, to to politics because you use politics, you know, to to change people's lives and to actually unite people. You know, through the programs that you bring on board. so we needed to create that we need to create that balance between being politics or activists or being politic politicians and activists you know of, of society so then that's what we're trying to we aim to achieve with the with the foundation
0: and uh, lastly uh, if anybody wanted to to either help in any way uh, or to to be part of the youth United foundation in any way how, how do they do that?
1: So we we do have a, a bank account that I think uh, some generous uh, citizens have been putting in some money so that we continue to do the work. Some who do not necessarily have to, does not have to be monetary uh, you know, kind of assistance. Someone who do the, the work that we do, they would call in, they send us messages, emails, and they do uh, communicate their interests of being part. Some are in the different areas, you know, they call and they say this, I've got these kind of things that I would want to give away in the form of clothing, in the form of blankets, in the form of food vouchers. Um, like the lady that we helped with the campus who stays in Indonesia. Besides the the, the stuff that we took. To her, and the fact that we are finalizing, you know, a process of getting her employed, we we've gotten some Samaritans calling us and say, "Look, I've got a voucher. What is the normal store next to here?" And then we give them, then they buy her food vouchers. So that's the kind of of work that we've been doing. Um, there's some families that we've been helping to try and get. Uh, uh, of course, with the help of the MEC of Human Settlement, uh, MEC Ibrahim We've even gotten them some house, RTP houses, you know, so there's just um, a lot of, uh, you know, good stories that we can tell about the foundation, but, but yeah, we're hoping that more people will be joining us and that uh, more Samaritans will be helping to, you know, donate uh, whatever they can uh, towards the work that we do. We've got an interesting, you um, program that we uh we will be doing in the next week or two where we will be helping our mothers and young people that are are trying to start do their startup you know businesses in terms of you know selling you know in the streets so there yeah, are some interesting things we're doing for them and I'm looking forward to it and we'll keep you guys posted we just want to support our mamas our mothers who so have to wake up uh very early in the mornings to go and just you know sell in the streets so that they can provide for their families so we will be providing some aid for them and we look forward to it
0: yep and i i, I scanned through your 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 facebook page this morning your, your personal i see that there isn't a lot being posted about the uh, youth unite. so i would assume that there is a page dedicated to youth unite so that if you want yes. to contact with you yeah. Yeah, there's a
1: page, it's called Youth Unite uh, Foundation. It's on Facebook. We're also on Instagram. We are working towards uh, creating one for Twitter. So you can also they can also email us at info at youthunite.ac.za And then there's also a WhatsApp number that they can contact us on. I'm just gonna now, um, I don't
0: know this number. I'm sure you can just give them your your number. <laughs> the will WhatsApp you
1: your, I think they do have my number because I get, you know, hundreds and hundreds of messages on my personal number not that I mind but I think it helps it works better when they send it to that number because at least
0: wow. with, or you can send you can send them to use the profile uh pictures yes. and contact details and then the, the, you no know.
1: definitely we can we 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 can do that but the number is 064 669 1408. 064 669 one four zero eight and our email is info at youth underscore and of course our website is youth underscore unite.org so we yeah, are in all these platforms
0: yeah but uh, do do send those con- those do, those details that i've asked for to
1: we'll certainly to,
0: do we we'll certainly do also help to publish it there
1: we'll certainly do
0: Thank you, the Queen of Love. Um, the national page. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time, oh. and we, we really appreciate um uh, this has been insightful. But definitely, as I'm saying, I'd, I, I, I'd like us to to talk some more. And perhaps the next one we shall do on the TT hookup so that we can go get into you know, to get to know you and that we extend this the discussion about um, you know about, about the involvement of love in the in the projects and the development uh, agenda that the national democratic movement should actually be obsessed about so yeah no, thank you thank you so, thank
1: let's, you let's so much m- and um, please you guys must uh, bring us to the free state um i know you are you know a national platform but yeah this is work that we can do that time. so please do let us know, and we'll definitely be there all right cool Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>